Fun fact. Did you know that I actually hate filling my car up with gas? I don't. Seriously, you didn't know that? No. Oh my Lord. It's I'm a total avoider. I am the queen of running on empty. Running on empty. I actually have a friend <laughs> who I share the same disdain with over ex- and we exchange photos of our gas gauges when they're on E. Oh, that's an interesting text message. But Michelle, what is the point of your story? Ah, that's right. My point. Okay. I don't think I had one. Oh, yeah, I did. All right. I will say, since we're on the topic of automobiles, I actually love going to our local neighborhood auto repair shop for all of my maintenance. Oil changes, digital inspections, the whole bit. The name of my spot is called Vapel Auto Repair, and it's right here in LaGrange Park. It's one of the most lovely, friendly, inviting places I have ever had my car serviced. Wow. Well, Vapel Auto sounds like a dream come true, but I need you to tell me a bit more about this digital inspections you speak of. I would love to. Digital inspections are super cool. This is where the mechanics take photos and videos of the areas specifically concerned within your vehicle so the customer can see exactly what's going on under the hood. Okay, I appreciate this so much because I don't have a clue what's going on underneath Yeah, (laughs) you and me both. Not only is Vapel Auto an independent, family-owned and operated auto repair shop, Vapel is a NAPA-approved auto care center. However, the part I love most about Vapel Auto is that you are actually invited to snuggle up in their cozy waiting room and sip on a hot beverage while you wait for your car's service to be completed. Doesn't that sound delightful? An auto shop that is cozy too? Oh my God, Vapel Auto sounds like my kind of auto repair shop. Listener, if you are local or live near the west suburbs of Chicago and in need of a reputable mechanic that cares about your car and your cozy, mindful well-being, then schedule an appointment at VapelAuto.com or call 708-352-8800. And you guys remember to let our girl Billy at the front desk know that the Sister Project sent you. Hello and welcome to our podcast, Cozy Conversations with the Sister Project. I'm Lauren. And I'm Michelle. And we're so excited you stopped by for a visit. Come on in. Yeah, make yourself at home. We're two Midwestern sisters who love a good old-fashioned conversation and enjoy sharing our life experiences with one another and you. Consider this your one-stop shop for cozy, mindful well-being, along with some entertainment and lots of wheezy laughing. Oh, you bet there'll be a lot of that going around. (laughs) Our goal is to live our coziest life and inspire you to do the same because the truth is, we think it's good for your mind and your body. Thank you so much for tuning in. Now, let's get cozy. Well, hi there. Happy summer. Welcome to Cozy Conversations with the Sister Project. It's me, your host, Lauren, joined by, joined by my sister and co-host, Michelle. What's up, hey, girl? Hey, 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 So, Michelle, question yes. for you. Yeah, yeah, At yeah. this very moment, what is the coziest thing you've got going on? I'll tell you. I'll tell you. There is nothing cozier than walking in your door mm. from a, a week away on vacay and coming into a clean home. Oh, there have been too many times when I've left dishes in the sink and Ew, beds unmade mm, or like just like kind of left and in a you haste. get home and you're like, God damn and it. And I'm like, that sucks. But to come home fully rested and walk into a space where you just got to do some loads of laundry yes, and kind of just settle into it. I nothing cozier. 
No, that is I cozy. And plus, coming home from being away from home, yeah, is cozy in and of itself. And then to add that layer of clean on top of it is extra cozy vibes for sure. Well done, mm-hmm. well done. Mm-hmm. All right, well, well, well. Okay, we've got a really hot episode for you guys today. We're talking about. Zara, the store. You might be interested in what we're talking about because it's not about clothes. It's about their employees. (laughs) (laughs) We've got some thoughts there. We're talking about what we're watching, what kind of news and gossip we're listening to, and whether or not the sister project will be going on threads. You'll have to tune in to find out. Um, All right, you guys, Michelle and I are working on the late shift tonight. It's a Friday (laughs) night. What the hell are, oh, because you were on vacation. So Mm -hmm. we're going to wrap up this intro and get our cozy on. Set them off. You guys get off and running. Get Get off and running. (laughs) Now that's not what I meant, but you could do that too. Get off. And run. <laughs> and, but maybe not. No one ever feels like running after they get off. They collapse. They just lay there and they can't move. Like, who's, like, who's like gets off and is like, I'm going to go run. <laughs> that no was a killer one. orgasm. I'm going to go for a mile I'm going to go for a three-mile jog. No. Please write in if you are the type <laughs> to experience <laughs> orgasm and then go for a quick jog. <laughs> Because if there's anyone out there that exists, that we want to know, we need to know, and we need we've got questions. <laughs> All right, you guys. On that note, buckle up and enjoy the episode. <laughs> Why don't and we try? No, where in the world I'd rather be. Uh, Keep going. I'm going to name that tune. Name that tone deaf tune. You and me. Because I'm dreaming of you tonight and tomorrow. I'll be holding you tight. It seems like you have the song in your head, but it's not translating into the mic. (laughs) Nope. Nope. Probably. (laughs) Probably not. Your hair looks good. Thank you. Mine will look like this tomorrow. It's okay. So I have an interesting story about my my blowout. What? So I walk in. I never went to the... I stopped going to... Listen, I once someone... I don't go back for bad business. Oh, so once someone I know you don't. ticks me off. Yeah, they're dead. They're dead to you. <laughs> Double cross you and no more business for more. No more money for me. You're not getting any oh, more not dollars. Me. I'm the queen no, of you're going like, back for more. What? You just gave me <laughs> a helmet for a haircut? I'll go back to you for another three years. And I'm going to pay a lot of money for it. No. So I stopped going to this one place because they made me sit for like a half an hour waiting and no one came to talk to me and that say like, hey, that, that I can't, that's just not in my wheelhouse of good service. We that don't is, have time for that. No. So I went to this new place called Trixie's. Oh, I like the name. The West Loop. I know. Same. In the West Loop. And I walk in and it's this girl, this woman, two girls opened the door, they were leaving. And then the woman, there was one other person at this blow dry bar, just one like employee. And I thought that was kind of odd. It's a Friday night. Like the only, there's one person there, there's five chairs. Like this is an interesting situation. So anyways, we got to talking. There was this woman named Ashley and I think she had a headlong day. So she was kind of venting and we were like kind of, it was just me and her. So we were kind of like shooting the shit. 
And then we got to talking even more. And she's like, you know, you wouldn't get, you wouldn't believe what it's like because she was a black woman. She's like, you wouldn't believe what it's like when I get someone come in and I'm behind the computer like to check them in. And then they realize I'm actually going to do their hair and they are not, that's not, they, so she's like, I could feel their energy that they don't think I can do hair well. Why? Because um, she's black. because she's black and the person mm-hmm. might not be black and so they don't think and she can do their hair. her clientele at this certain one is mostly white women. Um, hmm. That Right. And so she was sharing this with me. And then she said, you know, it goes both ways. I know black women that will walk into a, a salon and there'll be a white woman doing the hair yeah. and they're like, oh, I don't know if she can do what I need her to do. Mm-hmm. And she's like, there are some really good people, white women that can do really good black hair. And it was just such an honest and beautiful conversation because she was venting to me and she made the, that conversation about like stereotypes and race comfortable to have and yeah. it wasn't like intimidating and it wasn't aggressive on either of our parts and it wasn't defensive on either of our parts. It was just a very organic lovely, you know, conversation with someone getting to know what it's like to be in her shoes Well, her telling me and just also flabbergasted by people's just well, social behavior. Well, we've <laughs> talked about this before and I just think it's nice just to have a conversation with the person that you're interacting with mm-hmm. in a moment. You know, it's nice to, t- it, like, for example, Mia just played a soccer game and afterwards, she was uh, starving, so we stopped at Chick-fil-A so she could get her spicy chicken nuggets. And the young lady that was taking our order outside was so delightful, we talked beyond our order. Your order. She was like, God, I <laughs> what hope... pray I- tell were you talking well, about? She was like, I was like, thank you so much. You know, like, you're so sweet. She's like, thank you. She's like, I sure hope it doesn't rain. I'm like, well, what are you worried about? You guys have those wearable domes that keep you covered. Do they wear the domes? Yeah, and she said that she secretly likes to wear them because they're fun. yellow and they feel like minions walking yeah, around. Yeah, yeah It fun. was just like such a sweet, pleasant exchange. Totally. And you know, I was going to save this part of the conversation until later, but mm. I want to tell, this goes into what we're talking about. Okay. You know, I was getting into my car last week and somebody popped up and surprised me at my car window. And Did you know who they were? Yes. And so oh. a lot of our listeners, it was okay. Laura O'Malley, who oh, yeah, was a right guest on. of ours very a while back, um, who is a channeler. And yeah. um, she, she was coming by to drop off the Huga game, which we have talked about I have so it. many times you have it. I've seen it. I've known about it, but never have played it. But this story, this game is specifically designed to create, to inspire lovely conversations. Mm-hmm. So we just spent the week in Diamond Lake and we brought that game with. And so we good. have spent the last three summers with our very good friends, the McLaughlins, and also my bestie's husband's brother and kids. Okay, so we've gotten to know these kids, these guys, but this was the most I've ever gotten mm. to know them. And it was because of this game. It's such the a good game. Kids, and how old are the kids? How old are the kids? The kids Give our listeners range an idea. in age from um, first grade mm. um, through eighth grade. There's a first Almost grader, freshman. a fourth grader, a sixth grader, a fifth grader, and an eighth grader. Okay. We busted this game out the first night and we sort of led the charge. 
And when I tell you these kids, we didn't do any talking. I, my friend Colleen and I sat by, they shared How so fun. much. Some of these, these two little boys, Owen and his brother, Evan, very quiet, but not this year. And I don't know if it was their age in combination sure. with the Huga game. Yeah. But oh, it was such a hoot sitting listening to these young a people hooga, share. Hoot, a Who's a hoot, hoot? Well, let's you guys, this is it's a table topic. So it's it's mm-hmm. it's called the Huga game, but it's really not a game. It's a conversation starter. And actually Mia came by a couple weeks ago and during dinner we were sitting there, her, myself, she and Anthony and I. And um, she's like, do you guys have the Huga game? I'm like, yeah. She's like, let's play it. So the three of us went around the table and played the Huga Love game. Love it. I and didn't know that you guys played it there. Yeah. It's just so fun. And it's a great, yeah, you're right. Like just having that opportunity to have conversations with whoever, maybe people you know that you don't know that well or complete strangers. Or in my case, someone that's very different from myself. Totally. It lives a very different kind of life. She lives on the South side of Chicago. You know, she's a single mother. She takes public trans to and from work. Mm-hmm. And it, it just was really um, eye-opening to hear her experience as a woman that's- in the city trying to make a living and, um, yeah, I really liked her and I look forward to it as a damn good blow. Yeah, it looks great. Blow jobs and roller <laughs> sets for everyone. A blow job. Who wants a blow job? What if that's how hairdressers during the old timey days, who's up next for their blow job? You'd have people running in from all over town. <laughs> I am. Wrong kind of job. Oh my God. No, that was, that was, right. <laughs> that was this experience with this, with this um, young lady. Lovely experience. Then oh. yesterday, this is a PSA. Whatever you do, do not go to the Zara's on Michigan, the Zara on Michigan Avenue. It is. There, I love Zara, it is, but I honestly, hate the way it's, it's set it's, up. It's the hell. worst. It is what I imagine if I get sent down under. Hades, mm. this is it. You walk the, the in the line. And it's a the way is it the way is it the line? Mess. Oh, it's the it's a shit show. It looks like I'm at TJ Maxx. I'm not trying to sound like an asshole, but it's like there's shit everywhere. It's mm. like every even actually TJ Maxx is I feel like more orderly than Zara. Zara is uh, it's I always refer to this one movie, Romeo and Michelle's High School Reunion. If you've seen it, you know the scene where they go to work at Versace, like the outlet oh, yeah. store. Yeah. And that always gives me like the it gives me like the heebie jeebies. <laughs> That's what the Zara on Michigan Avenue is like. And you walk in, Michelle, the, first of all, all you see is a hot mess and lines. Oh, yeah. And a lot and of lines. sloths working behind the counter. What sloth is, do they, are they on, like, what are they? No, they what are fail they? a speed test. You get hired there by failing a speed test. I, I, at one I, point, I couldn't even tell who worked there. That's the other problem. I don't they think are incognito. they know. They, some of them are in a t-shirt that says Zara. Some of them are in graphic mm-hmm. tees. Like I, I would go up to people. I'm like, Hey, sorry, do you work here? Like this is a gamble. And what happened was I, I walked up to the third floor and where the online pickup was. So I went and go out to go pick up my, my dresses that are what I thought were fitted. They're like gigantic moo's. Oh, so nothing, that was a waste nothing, of time and money. Awesome. And I've wasted so you can waste a lot of time in Zara and money and be careful that return policy. You'll lose money. Really? I well, need if to you go don't return it. We've got to return it on time. Like in 30 days with or something. With your receipt. Oh, well then Don't fine. lose it. I will not. It's on my email. So anyways, I walk up to the third floor and all that there is is a sign that says online 
orders. So it's a sign at a wall. There's no table. There's no attendee. There's no one that looks like they might be familiar with Zara anywhere near this near the sign. So I'm looking around and I'm like, okay, there's there's a door. So there was like a little door. It was like an emergency exit. And I saw people then going back and forth and in and out. I'm like, oh, this must be where people are that work there. So I opened the door, the door opened because someone came out and I saw a woman like sitting down. I was like, Hey, hi, sorry. I go, is this online pickup? And she just fucking looked at me. She just looked at me. She didn't speak to me. She completely ignored me. And I'm like, this is odd. And I said, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to bother you, but is this, I just need to understand where do I go and who do I find? And she continued to say nothing to me, nothing. She just looked at me. And finally, another individual walked out, this young, nice lady. And she comes out and she's like, hi, I go, is this the online pickup? And she goes, oh, this is it. And I go, why wouldn't that lady talk to me? Why didn't she respond? Does she work here? And she's like, yeah, but you know, she's on break. And I'm like, oh, got it. Okay. So, well, should she, she should use her mouth and say, I'm on break. Listen, I reset that. <laughs> I'm on break. I would have, that also would have bothered me, but I would have been like, fine, you're on break. Who's not on break that can help me that works here? And so my problem with this, I respect the break, but then have someone by the wall, by the sign that says to pick up your shit so that you don't have to bother the people that are on break, you mm-hmm. know? And I'm I'm very perplexed by this no responding thing. And this has been happening to me a lot lately. Same. And it is, there's a podcast out there called I've Had It. I have had it. Can we submit people- <laughs> our stories to that podcast? I've had it with people not responding. How about this? (laughs) How about this? Um, Another fast food visit with me and my friend Brian on vacation, stopping at the subway to pick up some (laughs) subs for the children. We placed our little orders for our sandwiches and we're waiting to, you know, for the cashier to ring everything up. And uh, let me just paint the picture first. Full mask. Okay. Full mask. Glasses. With now, and I'm not. I'm, I'm not making now. Okay. I know you're not, but now I'm thinking like experimental goggles. Okay, <laughs> basically. So I'm not making fun, but her glass lens, her lenses were so thick she was blind. So she had a coke bottle. Oh, well, I'm not laughing. Okay, at this. but she wasn't but there's blind. There's a lot going on. There's a lot she, going on. And then she had a hat down over her glasses. We could not see her oh, face. Oh my goodness. Okay, we could there's not, a lot going all on. I could well, see, couldn't even see her nose. Okay, and we did a transaction where nobody. She said, said nothing to us. She just kind of mumbled stuff to the guy on to the right. So when we leave, I asked Brian, I go, I got one question for you. <laughs> what was odd about that transaction? And he goes, uh, the part where <laughs> the person <laughs> that was supposed to collect our money didn't said, talk to you didn't guys. look at us or say one word. That's actually, I think that's the new pan, that's the new pandemic around town. Okay. <laughs> COVID's gone, but like, it's called like, it's the called like lack Bob. of eye contact. No, right. It's like, I think it makes me think of Silent Bob, like oh. that 90s, you know, caricature character, like just doesn't speak. And I get it. Like there might be some social Maybe issues she's going super on. shy or whatever, I but get it. customer I get service, but this is biz. Right. And then of course, I'm sure that we're turning the screen around to ask for a tip as well. And I don't know, I feel like this day and age tipping and gratuity is not, it doesn't mean the same thing anymore. There's mm-hmm. just so much. No, it's an expectation com- almost. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. an expectation and an, uh, like a sense of entitlement for less. So it's oh, like, yeah. let us do less. Let us try less. <laughs> let us actually produce less, but give us more. And to that, you and I say, sisters unite. <laughs> fuck no. <laughs> 
You get a penny. I'm so glad. I'm not even going to vent about the other situation because it's just like a one-upping whose situation oh. is weirder. I'm just going to let it go. And I just had to say, like, I just don't get the no response thing. I, j- I don't get it. And it makes me feel uncomfortable. I, I don't know. It's just, I think it's, it's our job, our job as professional conversationalists <laughs> to never give up Never to give never up the fight. quit. Never to quit. Keep no. trying keep and trying. <laughs> pushing people out of their comfort zones at their job. If their boss isn't going to do it, well, God damn it, we are. Well, I did say to the young lady at Zara I, when I asked her why didn't she respond to me, you know, and she was like, because she's on break. And I said, okay, and I respect that, but there ha- we have to communicate as human beings with one another. Otherwise. Zara is in a perpetual state of hot mess. If you have people being silent bobs and not talking to the clients, and we got clients wandering, customers wandering around, it just adds to the shit show well, that is 700 North Michigan Avenue. Well, I think this is also the issue. Okay, Zara, let's be real. Okay, Zara is like pumping out fast fashion. Fast fashion. Like it's going out of no style. Good. Okay? No It's bueno. not going out of style. I mean, because every, everywhere you turn, there's a new style. I don't think Zara is super concerned about... About my, my about being no. You conversing. All they're doing is having probably small children stitching up oh, God, clothing. It's terrible. And then throwing, that, yes. And then their fingers hurt. Yeah, it's terrible. Like leaving notes in there saying, help me. Uh-huh. Well, I'm really glad we got that off. Do you feel better? Our, I feel better. I do, man. I do. You know, I just feel like it's something we got to talk. I've had it. I have had it with that. That's right. <laughs> so have I. But I'm never going to stop. I'm always going to challenge the person. I used to play a game. I used to play a game when I'd call, um, you know, our clients when I um, was working downtown still and I needed to check with customers and stuff. And they were a tough crowd. And sometimes I would call and I'd say, hey, this is Michelle from Chicago United. Um, How are you? (laughs) Fine. (laughs) And they would, that's all they would say. Okay. So what I started to do towards the end of my like... (laughs) And you're doing that, I would play the quiet game. So I, I wouldn't say anything. And I so would. So you guys would just like would basically have a, like, a have, sta- like play chicken. We'd have silent standoff, chicken. silent standoff. So Until, how, what broke? How did it break? I, I, some, I sometimes, I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to hold this. I'm going <laughs> to hold my ground. I'm going to hold my ground. Cause I'm like, you know what? I feel like playing a game with this person. And um, sometimes they would, you know, can I help you? Oh, all right. Well, I'm glad that we oh, mustered that yep, pleasantry, uh, yeah. choked that one out. You know, but it's it is what it is. You know what? We're here for cozy conversations. This is yeah. Let's what, get cozy. Yeah, let's, let's get, get cozy. cozy. Let's get cozy. Let's get cozy. Um, okay, so a couple things to catch you up on. I've not graduated, but by default, I graduated from therapy because my therapist went on um, maternity leave. And yesterday was my graduation. And well, <laughs> so, was it your graduation? <laughs> no. For real? Like you'd I'll still go if when she was she, still. Yeah, but it felt good. I, it feels good. I'll say this: I've been seeing her since like October or something. Hmm. Uh, almost a year. Yeah, that's around a good October, long November. while. Yeah, and I think that's correct. And I will say that it has been a huge success, and we have really. I have we. She has helped me, and I have made really big strides in my mental health. And understanding my anxiety, and especially when it comes to my health anxiety, and I'm just really proud of myself. Because, you should be. Thank you. I've seen I, growth. I, I am. Yeah, I've thank seen growth. You. you know, like when you can navigate things, 
um, that I couldn't new, navigate well yeah, before. With your new set of tools and like a better of understanding of yes. who you are and yes. how things are. I think that that's, um, those are, that's a massive impact it's made on you. And Thank you. And you should be proud. Yeah, I feel really good about it. And um, I was like teary-eyed at the end. And it was a wonderful celebration of moving forward with some work that I've done. Mm -hmm. um, and now I get to apply it. And I think she's taking, you know, her three months. And then hopefully I will maybe do like a little catch up with her and see where we're at when she returns. And I'll either keep going or I will say this, I've been doing well. I wanted to catch you up and then feeling strong you're good yeah, or you need exactly. a little tuner tuner up. yeah well nice. tutor. good for you good for you thank I, you i i feel like i need to make an appointment is it time i i i'm i'm having some anxious um just like i'm noticing i'm like there's a little bit of a looming anxiety, like, and like waking up in the middle of the night and oh, thinking that's about good. like my kids not going to high school and like yeah. what I need to, you know, like there's just understand. Some... I understand why you're waking up in the middle of the night because mm. high school is a huge transition, but waking up in the middle of the night, that's a sign. Yeah. And I mean, it also could be a perimenopausal thing that I'm up and then I'm now I'm thinking. Oh, but I wonder if there's like a perimenopausal therapist that you can go to. Probably is. That's that who would I would go to. That's who I would fucking go really to. Someone that understands like the hormonal changes and shifts and mental health. You know what? I'm, I want to dive into that. I actually was just talking to a friend recently who has gotten, she's gotten through and she's officially in menopause mm. she said that the anxiety that she experienced during that process leading up to the final of Ew. it the completion was the worst anxiety she has ever felt and it was like the moment menopause she, are you in menopause or are you know. out of it? All I know is she got to the point where the period was done completely for a year and the crazy sweating has subsided. And she said the anxiety, it was like, like overnight. Like like there's for sure a correlation there. It's hormone Oh, no city. doubt. But I would definitely look into someone who yeah. understands mm. both. Mm. Yeah. So a, good idea. a women's health therapist, you That's know, a, um, a licensed therapist. Absolutely. I talk to you here. Yeah, you know what? You're welcome, you guys. Yeah. You're welcome. Yeah. My pleasure. And now let's hear a word from our sponsor. Thank you for joining us over here at Cozy Conversations. We are honored to be part of your regular podcast lineup. And if it wasn't already evident, we really love creating cozy content for you. You guys, we are so excited to share that we are offering a monthly subscription to the sister project over at anchor.com, our super cool hosting platform. We are dazzled by their initiative to support creators and their platform, so we signed ourselves up. But here's the twist. Our content is and always will be free. And to top it off, we're crazy, so we have plans to create even more. What we're doing is hopping on the content creator bandwagon and opening up space for you to support our small business because in a way, we're like your virtual cozy cup of coffee. If you're interested in learning more, head to the anchor.com link in our show notes. And P.S., whether you decide to subscribe or not, we are just so grateful that you're tuning in. And now back to our cozy conversation. Um, Michelle, what are you enjoying these days? Are you reading anything, watching? I know we are both really into the American Gladiators. Can we just talk about that? Sure. I'm just upset. I'm reading. It. I'm I'm making, I'm almost done with On Our Best Behavior by Elise Lunin. 
It's incredible. Are um, you so you would highly recommend it? Oh yes, I highly right recommend. Every woman on planet Earth should read it. Yes, it's just, awesome. It's, it's eye opening, and uh, just makes a lot of sense. Um, but I, I, but nothing. But what, riled, but what we really want to talk about is muscles and mayhem. Muscles <laughs> and mayhem. The documentary that I didn't know was going to keep me up all night. So you guys, Docu series, yeah, on Netflix, it's called Muscles and Mayhem. And it's all about the cast, the original cast of the American Gladiators, which we were huge fans of huge. in our household. We were huge. into it. We, my favorite competition was the one with the Q-tips. Pugil sticks. I don't know what it's called. called. Pugil sticks. But I don't even, I don't know what the competition is called, but I love that it was like, hiya, you know, like, yeah, and they had to knock them off their pedestal. Yeah, you guys, this docuseries was a nostalgic blast from the freaking past. You were catapulted back to like, what, 90? Yeah, 90s. The 90s 90s. brought me back. Um, Nitro, hello, Nitro. What is it? Zap, zap, laser. <laughs> oh my, Blaze. What are you? Uh, Malibu. Yeah, I mean, Malibu. But there were some Malibu. There, oh my god, like there the were fake some Cali that guy. really. I was like, oh my god, I remember like the ones that didn't get their asses kicked so bad yeah. that they couldn't fight or do their job. But I, I swear, Lauren, I, I was watching that and I'm like, it brought me back to our family room in mm-hmm. our home in Springdale yes. in Western Springs. Yeah. And what a really cool aspect of this story is how the show was created. You know, this was someone's idea and it went through different phases of trying to get done and the idea never died, which is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. I liked that even though it was kind of shoddy at the beginning, it was kind of oh, rough around the totally, edges. They were like in a, like a, like a dirt floor it dump. Was bad. Do. It, yeah, it was just so gimmicky and it always was kind of gimmicky, but it, that, but it kind of plateaued and it, it did it did get better and they had better producers. They had people that literally produced sports television programs come in and help them with this. So it did become a pretty decent program. That was insanely popular. Yes. And one of my favorite parts of this, I was talking to my friend Maggie about this, who is a lesbian. And I was saying her about how I loved how accepting the other teammates and cast members were to with the each gay other. women, were to each other, but especially the gay women on the show, because I think several, a couple of them were gay mm-hmm. or are gay. Mm-hmm. And even the producers came up to them and were like, you need to not be gay here. Like, you can't bring your girlfriend around here. Yeah. You're a sexy, not hot, the strong, mm-hmm. hetero. Yeah, that's not what we're doing here. And I just loved like hearing Nitro and other, um, other competitors be like, we didn't even give a shit. We didn't, we knew it. We didn't care. We, mm-hmm. we loved that. And that to me, especially back in that time, um, was a really, really cool part of Muscles and Mayhem. Oh my I God. I loved hearing that. Well, I loved, I loved watching how much they, they, this show for these folks was the best time yes. of their lives. They were, they were celebrities. Like, and they, and they woke up one day and were like, wait. Our We're like superheroes. Are on cereal boxes. They have made figurines out of us. Like we're a kind of a big like they couldn't believe it themselves yeah yeah you know i highly recommend watching this it was so good it's it's a good watch and i love that they incorporate i love when docuseries incorporate illustrations or like cartoon aspects to tell a story so they would do i don't do you remember like the cartoon you know i kind of like when they 
so they can kind of show what would have happened, particularly the scene when Nitro goes on a date with one of the female competitors and he was like goofing around with her and he was like, do you want to a piggyback ride, like two hugely muscular, yeah. strong humans. And she was like, sure. So she hops on his back and she like, he, his stories that she like whispers in his ear and is like, do you want to see how strong I am? Which by the way, which I think would be a turn on for these people. I feel like they'd be like, yo, it's arm wrestle. It was a lights out turn off lights for him. Out. <laughs> Turned him, he went down. She like, like freaking like anaconda him and wrapped her arm, her legs around his waist and like knocked him out. Yep. She basically, like she typed, lost, he yep. lost consciousness. <laughs> she, she did. She anaconda him and he went, the, the lights went black. Worst movie ever. Have you ever seen Anaconda? Was that one that J-Lo? mom loved? Probably no. with J-Lo, J-Lo and I forget what other people in it. It is the most horrible. It's the worst like, you know, like, you know, like there's, um, what is it? Megalodon, like yeah. the giant shark. This is the, the biggest giant, snake ever. The like, it's snake so ever. stupid. But anyways, yeah, I would definitely tune into Muscles and Mayhem. You're going to want to like just catapult yourself back into the early 90s. That was, that was a really good one. <laughs> I was not expecting the fun I had watching that at all. Yeah, it was fun. I'm just looking at my notes here. And by the way, it, we're, we're recording at nighttime and I'm enjoying myself a little um, tequila and yeho. Oh, and yeah, on ice on just ice. water for me. I've had plenty. Actually, I did not drink a lot on our trip. I had cocktails over the course of time, but um, I you weren't slamming MLs. No, no. I mean, I think I had maybe three was my most in mm-hmm. a day. Like, in fact, I didn't. I, I didn't really drink during the day. Yeah. That was typically how we roll on the island. You know, you yeah. have your darty party and then you go to what bed. What is a darty? What's a darty party? A day party. Oh, you okay. Know, darty party. Down. But I just kind of, oh, well, the Colleen and Brian got ice an ice maker with like, let me tell you something right now. This is the newest. I want this in my house is right now. Is it the now. balls? Is the ice no, balls? No, no, no. It's little, ra- I was calling it rabbit turd ice pellets. Like, like the smallest little pellets ever. And it produces a pound of ice an hour. We were actually walking around going never been so hydrated never <laughs> drank so much water everyone the kids the adults Why? because of the ice because the ice the cool the the the, the ice in the so cut, you guys the, were like the, 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 the new ice maker made you guys more hydrated we and were drink more water than booze everyone yeah ryan i mean ryan's got a wooden leg when it comes to miller life and he was like <laughs> i can't stop drinking water it's all i want a <laughs> wooden leg. I love it. Um, okay, another movie that I watched. So Anthony and I have been on like this kick of watching like old timey movies as well. And we just watched Encounters of the Third, Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Wait, um, who was in that? Richard, in that? R- Richard, Dr- I said Dreyfus the other day. Anthony says it's Dreyfus, but no, I'm going to go with Richard what I, Dreyfus. Thank you. We, so that's how Ri- we've been saying. Yeah, uh huh. So kiss my butt. Yeah. So Richard Anthony. Dreyfus and um, Terry, uh, the, the blonde woman from. Um, Mr. Mom. Oh, yeah. And then, okay. And then the mom from A Christmas Story. She is oh. also in it. Yep. I don't know her name, but she actually just recently passed away within the past year, I believe. In any case, it is Steven Spielberg's, I think it was his first shot at doing some sort Sci-fi? of like, I don't know if it's if it was his first shot at sci-fi, but definitely like the alien Okay. human encounter. Because Did it come, e. was that made before E.T. or after yes. E.T.? Oh. Before, I believe. Okay, okay. And E.T. is just so much better. I mean, Epic. it's such a classic. So but I good. will say that Close Encounters of a Third Kind was really, really enjoyable to watch. Kid-friendly. I mean, as long as your kids aren't going to be scared to death after seeing I know, some I was, aliens. I was unlike thinking, you. Yeah, I don't Didn't know. you see E.T. and like... 
So this is how the story goes. <laughs> Nicole and I were little. We were still living in our house in Brookfield. We were like five and six years old. And we went to go see E.T. at the theater. And um, well, during the the uh, performance or the movie, Nicole and I started screaming in the theater. <laughs> we were... So scared. Horrified, devastated. We had all of the feelings. Were you it with was, mom and dad or the we dogs? With mom. We, okay. we were with mom. And she was like, whole, like, mm-hmm. get it. Get a grip, you know, whatever. Like the people back, this was back in the olden days when like there was somebody standing by the door of a movie theater, like, like an usher. Ma- with like a, you know, making sure everything's with, okay. Yes. He was like, ma'am, you're going to have to take your kids mm-hmm. out of here. They're disrupting the whole show. Now, I don't remember if this next thing happened that night, but in my mind it does. And it makes for a great story. We were in the driveway of our house, same house, still little. And there was a Goodyear blimp mm. flying over no, us. That must now, have been traumatic. <laughs> trigger, trigger alert for us. I thought that that was E.T., okay? I thought that they were coming down to land. I got out of the car. I was screaming, standing in between the door, the, the door, storm door and the main door, screaming because we thought we were getting teleported yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah, so, you yeah, and Nicole great screamed. movie. Really fucked us up a little bit. So good. Well, what's funny about that, it must have fucked up Andrea a little bit too because Andrea and I used to have bunk beds when we shared a room before our parents put like a, a homemade wall. A, like a fake parcel. Like a, a fake, fake parcel. Wall. That was yeah. so funny. Oh, so lovely. We literally had like a dorm room. It was so yeah, great. You did. And it, we did. But at one point we were still, um, <laughs> we were still bunking. <laughs> And I remember like being up, I was probably up reading like boxcar children and Andrea was in a dead sleep and she woke up out of nowhere and screamed, Elliot, don't go. And Elliot is, I believe, isn't Elliot from, isn't Elliot from E.T.? Elliot was his best friend. That was the boy. Right. But then, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He was the brown haired boy. Elliot was the boy. boy. And she hollered that. And I just remember being like, oh man, she's all twisted. (laughs) Oh man. She thought he was going up in the... Going, leaving with E.T., going back home. You know that when Andrea and I shared that room with the the faux wall, I would play Christmas music in the middle of the summer. Well, all year round, I would play oftentimes Home Alone soundtrack or Mariah Carey's Christmas album. And I would have it on the CD player and it would be on low, but that was like how I would get to sleep at night, which is really rude of me because I wasn't being considerate yeah, of her literally. feelings. There's like a see-through wall on your display. Yeah. <laughs> so I would play my, my Christmas tunes like in the dead of summer. And Andrea, when she thought I was asleep, she would like army crawl over to the CD player and turn it off. And the moment it would go off, it would wake me up and I'd be oh. like, put it back on. Oh my God. That was your like mean sister <laughs> but moment. she got me back though, because she would drive us to school in high school and she would listen to really sad music. Effervescence. Like, effervescence. Alanis Morissette. Oh, it was like man-hating. Or, uh, yeah, just it was pissed. so emo. So, so emo. emo. And, so pissed. And I'm happy-go-lucky, you know. And to this day, Tori <laughs> has picked up on Andrea's music taste she loves the emo the sadder the better it makes me laugh because you know i'm like dude what do we listen to the sad shit for on the way to school do you know it was such oh man talk yeah that's about, hilarious oh so funny um so other things michelle in the news hot off the press have yeah, you seen yeah, the news that it. kyle richards and mauricio have separated but have are, they but have they have they or haven't they so the news is that kyle who if you watch 
the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. She's also part of the Hilton dynasty and family. Um, her sister, I believe it's her half-sister is Kathy Hilton. So Correct. like her mother of Paris. Yeah, and Nikki. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, speak Paris's um, memoir just dropped in my Libby app. So that and is you will next. be reading it because I know you love your documentary. I will. I will. Okay. I'm just curious. I just, Keep I us wanna, posted. I will. Um, so Kyle is, um, and she's also been in the headlines because of a drastic weight loss. Now, you know what's going on now, this day and age. If anyone goes from like a size 10 to two, (laughs) you're on Ozempic. Like this is going on. Like there, you don't go from a 10 to a two by cutting out sugar. I, I mean, mean, how how many take you a year, but on Ozempic, it takes you like two. Blink. You just blink. You just blink. How many times have I texted you as this person on Ozempic? You know, I don't care. It's I look at Ozempic the same way I look at Botox, facelifts. No, I've had a nose job. Don't care. But for me personally, I don't think I would not. I, I'd not think I wouldn't do it. I don't know. Um, a part of me feels a little guilty because there's people. That's medication for some folks, mm-hmm. and I feel kind of like a butthead taking it. If people actually need it. I actually have friends that take it because of diabetes. Yeah, and so you know, like, but I guess because I look at it like. You know, there's there's certain medications that are having like droughts. Like you can't get certain things, mm-hmm. you know, that people need. I'm like, what what would we do if some people need this and people are just trying to get their well, size two jeans back on? Would well, you do it? Um, I don't think I would. No, because I don't take. I don't like. I mean, if I had to take a medication because my life depended on it, yes, I would. Yeah, but I don't think so. Okay. Um, but I'm, I mean, I'm not, you know, like, you I've, also got don't friends, I've got friends who are parents of diabetic kids that are like, fuck it, I'll take it. I don't Yeah, care. like they're stealing their yeah. stash. Yeah, I hear it. That's what I'm saying. Whatever. That's great. And it's, you know, I mean, maybe finally the United States will not be the obese nation that it this is. This is actually the point. Wow. I'm going to have to have, probably have that deleted, Daniel, because that'll cancel us. No, it won't. <laughs> Leave it in. You know what? Fucking leave it in. Um, no, I, but okay. So back but, to, but, yeah, yeah, what's what the deal? Say? But what's so, the deal with them? So because they've had a bad year. She, she said that. So Kyle went on, on, um, on the hot on the press and was like, listen, she went on record to say it's been a really rough year, the roughest year of marriage we've ever had. Any stories out there saying why. that? I, I want to know why too. I'm dying to know. Yeah. I've got more thoughts there. What she do you said, think? Any, I'll tell you in a minute. Any right. rumors out there that we are getting a divorce? We are not. We are figuring out our next steps. Now, back in the day, I don't know who will remember this, but there were allegations that he had cheated on her. and um, Early, early, right? Yeah, and I don't know if this is true. I mean, who knows? But they were pretty legit allegations. It wasn't that random and it wasn't total rumor. It doesn't sound like. In any case, I remember having that story. And then there was the psychic. Do you remember Alison Dubois? I think is it Alison Dubois, the, the, the electric cigarette smoking psychic that yes. showed up at, at whose house? Um, um, grammar. They, grammar was her name. The blonde. Yes. Were they okay. all at her long dining room table? <laughs> that was the most butt hurt conversation. That was ever. my favorite episode in all Was there a of, brawl at that table? Yes, there was yes. always. There was a brawl between um, the other Richards sister, Kim Richards, and I think Brandy. I mean, it was ugly. They were pointing fingers, calling each other pigs. It was bad. But Alison Dubois said to Kyle Richards when her, her time came for a psychic reading that Mauricio will never emotionally fulfill her. And everyone like kind of mocked it and was like, oh, ha ha. 
but maybe there was some truth to this, you Mm. know, prediction and connection. So what the theory and the rumor is now is that Kyle is having an affair or has a love relationship, something going on with a country singer. I make, I think her name might be Morgan Wade. And I did say her name. her? Yes. So Kyle might be, um, yeah, she might be playing with the, I almost said something so inappropriate and I just don't want to do that. So I want to keep our sponsors. She is diving in for a lack of... To the lady pond. (laughs) Well, I'll tell you what, the lady will probably deliver on the emotional front. That's what is, it's really interesting. So there's like, you know, there's all those internet sleuths. So people seeing that they may or may not have the same like kind of infinity um, promise ring, a similar tattoo. They've been photographed together. Have you seen pictures of this mm -hmm. person? Yeah, she's tatted, man. She's got tats up to her freaking neck. She is... You know, this is all, it's very unexpected. Okay. Yeah. I, I was not expecting that. I did not, I wasn't expecting Michelle, that. Michelle, if you were a lesbian, what kind of lesbian lover physical are you looking for? I'll tell you right now, <laughs> Abby Wambach. <laughs> so Abby is a soccer player, a former soccer player. Yeah. And she's uh-huh. super masculine and yeah. she's, but also like, according to what I see on Instagram, seems to be like a funny, sensitive, compassionate, sweet person. Okay. But she just also, you know, looks like a total kind of buff badass. Yeah, she's like, you want to see how strong I am? (laughs) You're like, yes, in fact, I do. I don't think like I would go, is lipstick lesbian still a term? I don't know if it is. And I do, but it's, you know, like the, like, like the more feminine, the like more the lipstick feminine, wearing like, lesbian. Yeah. Yeah. Like that. Mm-hmm. I feel like, no, I don't know. I, I don't know. Maybe it's my, all my years on the soccer field. Yeah. It I could be that. More surrounded by masculine ladies. Yeah. I feel like I would probably go more in that direction is a, a more feminine. Yeah. Someone like with like got a blowout yesterday. Okay. And, you know, is calling me for a coffee date. Yeah, not me. Yeah. I might go try yeah. skateboarding with my husband <laughs> or do something different like that. I mean, for martinis at like a cool swanky <laughs> no, bar. No, um, Okay, that is hilarious. So yeah, so I don't know. I don't know what to think about. I'm not not that it matters. What I don't know if it's true or not. I don't know. This is just another salacious story. Mm-hmm. She's asking for privacy and, you know, people are saying, well, you put it all out there. But I feel like even though people, we live in an age where we do, we should be granted privacy when asked for it. All of anybody, anyone, if someone needs privacy, whether you're in the limelight or not, I don't, I, I don't think people should be, I, this whole reaction, like, well, you put it out there, everyone, we should all know your business. Like, that's kind of a silly it's annoying. idea. Um, but since we're talking about putting it all out there, I just saw this, um, uh, Matthew McConaughey's son. I Levi. really like how you just said, how did you, is it Matthew, Matthew McConaughey? McConaughey? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Matthew McConaughey. Okay. What did I say? Matthew McConaughey. Matthew McConaughey. His son, Levi, just turned 15. Okay. And I just watched Matt McConaughey and Matthew McConaughey and his wife on Instagram basically wish their son a happy 15th birthday and say, um, we have, this is a big moment for us and for Levi. He is, um, he's ready to be on social media. He knows who he is. He's ready to share his story. Um, we like, we, they were like, basically like, welcome our son. Cool. And, I, and I was like, 
that was like the most annoyingly perfect way to handle, you know, all of his friends have been on social media for years now, but can someone explain to me what it is with these celebs and all of these super uber famous people that are so amazing at keeping their kids off I don't of know. social media? But is I it feel- because they're in the limelight that they're so hell bent on the spotlight? Maybe that a little so- bit. I'm like, Maybe a God little bit, because can you imagine what people would say to them? There's so many awful people out there yeah. that say mean things just to be brutal. And yeah. I think that this is a very um, intentional way to protect them. It was awesome. I, I was like, like that. So he's 15 now and he has decided he wants to be on social media. Yeah, and his oh, first post was like a picture of him. And of course, he's like <laughs> this gorgeous combination of, of both of them. And he's like, hey, happy to be here. That was oh my his God, first he's post. Probably and in a blink, 35,000 yeah. followers. You know, Easy. must be nice. Must well, be nice. speaking of social media, the new... Twitter rival, I guess you can call it, via Meta. So those responsible for Facebook and Instagram have released a Twitter-like app called Threads. Yep. And it is... It is basically Twitter's um, enemy. You know, it's so funny. We have like these social media gods at war, freaking Elon Musk and uh, mm-hmm. what's his freaking Mark name? Zuckerberg. Mark Zuckerberg are like at the helm of their ships, like figure, like who mm-hmm. is more greater, you mm-hmm. know, like who is the more powerful wizard of social media? And they're going head to head. And Threads was released just last week. And I think it, did it have three was that three million or three billion? billion? Was or maybe billion? that's the goal. All I know is that people are into it. My friend Casey was I'm like, I'm addicted it. to it. Why? So they, what are people saying? Well, I think what people are saying or what people are saying is that it's a refreshing um, take on Twitter. It's newer. Um, it's community-based. So you're going Love there. That. It's kind of, it's. I think it's like finding people that you're into the same interests and then developing a kind of like social media connection with them based on the written word. I think you can have videos up there as well. Yes, you can. But it, it does seem kind of like a prose kind of thing where you're mm. sharing thoughts some of them more written. So sorry, 30, the first four hours, it had 30 million users. That's a lot. And there's some big names that are coming to play too, like Kardashian, yeah. SJP, SJP, yeah, HBO, Oprah. Netflix, Oprah. So I think, and SJP made a good point. She's like, hopefully we can use this platform in kindness and in community and not be like raging psychopaths, which you know what? That I would be nice. into it. That would yeah, be nice. I'll definitely be looking into it. I know you set up an account for this. I did. Project. And we just, I did. I, I, I just, I did this. I set up this Threads account. So guys, I mean, Lauren, we're getting followers here right now. Oh my but God. Yeah, follow us at <laughs> Sister Proj on Threads. That's mm-hmm. really funny. I had no idea. I think we so, should make yeah. our first post here when we get off we should do that. podcasting. Now, as we wrap things up, Michelle, um, inquiring minds are wanting to know, yeah. what are you doing for your own cozy, mindful well-being? Well, I'm picking my heels. It was sick. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it, it here fo- first, we are oh, We are my. in limping season, and although the limping part's not cozy... Oh, none of the it's picking. cozy. No, the picking is cozy. Picking, picking. So, no, oh, I'm sorry. No. It's just I'm due. What are we going to do? No, let's not. Let's scrap that. Let's not talk about that. I don't want to. I don't want to. But I'm that. not. You're not editing cozy. that out. No, I'm leaving. That. No, I'm leaving that in. I'm leaving that in. There's nothing cozy <laughs> or mindful about my heels. Um, <laughs> 
you know what, Lauren? I've been drinking coffee with cream in it. All right. And it's been really cozy. <laughs> all right. I don't usually drink I coffee. I feel like with you cream. just like. <laughs> I said, fuck it. I'm sick of this black coffee. I feel like having some cream in it. And that's what I've been doing. And it's been really, it's been way more cozy than I've been around on bloody heels. Ew, with black coffee. Yeah. Right? Yeah, no. God, Jesus. Um, I don't know if I've mentioned this already, but I think I did it in a couple of weeks past. But like yesterday, I really took the time and I set up five doctor's appointments all stuff that is like annual stuff that has to be done. Um, and by the way, I mentioned it. I um, I think I mentioned it on one of our pod- podcasts. It's called the cardiac calcium screening. And that is a newer test that my physician recommended I get. You pay out of pocket $49 and it's like a heart scan to see, to make sure your heart's nice and healthy. Which and they is what- say that now it, it's at 40. I think it was at 45 before, but now they're doing 40. Um, I'm totally going to sign up for that. Yeah, when you know it, as soon as you mentioned that as being accessible, I started to feel like I was having heart attack pains. It's so just I a need trigger. to get in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, right that old heart attack pain. Oh, Mia. Come here, Mia, and show Lolo your hair really quick. Look at how beautiful. incredible wow. these curls look. That cute look. little, um, is that a Lululemon? That's very yeah, cute. Yeah, that's the align. Your curls are beautiful. This is, I think, well the done. best they've ever lo- looked, Mia. She needs to some, t- share with me later what her um, products is that she's using. She will. Mia, I'm so going to be cute. down here in five minutes. What and then she said when you need to show her your products that you use. And that they look beautiful. They're, the ones I got are like testers and they're minis. And you could get, and it's like really... It's called Curl Talk, and they're like, it's really cheap. Like the brand's really cheap, and you could just get like um, the pack I got for like okay. ten bucks. And Curl it, Talk. That's that's a really creative marketing. Like Girl Talk. Looks beautiful. Looks beautiful. Really good. Really good. Well done. I can do a routine for you, and I can send you a video. Please do. Please do. Please do. Please do. So yeah, I just set up a lot of my doctor appointments. I think that with my health anxiety that I've had in the past, this for me is something that's very proactive. And these are kind of things that I would typically kind of be like, ugh, about going to. And so I had, to, that was kind of like a, and I go to all my appointments. I do my shit. I just sometimes yeah. kind of like, you know, wait. Push and this it one, off. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to just be proactive and just do this right. I think a lot of it has to do with having a baby now. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> For sure. But it felt really Never good. Never cared so much really about empowered. Yeah. Like my, I, I like care about my cholesterol now. Like mm-hmm. what? And so well, speaking of, I'm going back to black. I'm going back to the black coffee while you put your creamer in. No, I need to I'm stop. pulling back. I know. That's okay. No, live life. Live YOLO. Well, on. you can file that under well-being, your your well-being, and nothing is cozier than getting a clean bill of yeah. health after. So. I'm, I'm looking forward you. to it. Yeah, go, go you. Me, go me. Go you. you guys, go get your little tests done. Go make those appointments that you've been putting off, your skincare. That's, oh, I actually have to do another one, my my yearly skin check. I'm behind oh, there on we that. go. Oh, yeah, I got to do gotta that. that. All right, you guys. Now, listen, while you make all those phone calls create all those doctor's appointments and be nice to people that won't be nice back to you. Yeah. Do one thing and one thing only. Stay cozy, everybody. Thank you for joining us for today's cozy conversation. For more of The Sister Project, check us out on Instagram at, at the Sister Proj and our website, www.thesisterprojectblog.com. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and maybe even drop us a review. Until next time, stay cozy. Stay cozy.